John, in the opening chapter of his gospel, his story of Jesus, uses the word or the term word to describe the eternal Son of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was nothing made that was made. And yet, when the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, John describes the reaction. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know or acknowledge him. He came to his own people, and his own did not receive him. During this Lenten season, we go back this morning to the opening verses of Isaiah 53. Remember, the second part of Isaiah, beginning chapter 42, describes the servant of the Lord. And Isaiah 53, in the clearest of terms, describes the suffering and death of Jesus and the reason for this. Last month, we saw Isaiah identify the coming Messiah with pronouns. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So we continue now in Isaiah 53, verses 2 and 3. Remember, this is 700 years before Jesus was born. And Isaiah graphically describes Jesus' ministry of service and his death of disgrace. For he shall grow up, Isaiah says, before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no former comeliness, any beauty. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Jesus did not come in all his glory and power to receive the praise of men or to establish an earthly kingdom. In fact, he was the opposite of what people expected and what he wanted. Isaiah said that just like out of the most unlikely places, a desert, all of a sudden a plant comes. Jesus came at one of the lowest points in the history of Israel. He grew up in the backwaters of Galilee in the tiny town of Nazareth. In fact, Jesus had no beauty or the charisma of a politician 
that people were drawn to him. He didn't cultivate with his miracles a swell of popular approval. In fact, the opposite was true. He, the Son of God, made man, was despised and rejected by men. Just think this morning of the last 24 hours of Jesus' life. Jesus' three disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane couldn't even watch with him one hour as he struggled with what lay ahead. One of his own disciples, Judas, betrayed Jesus into the hands of his enemies for 30 pieces of silver. Jesus' own people, the chosen people of God, rejected him as their Messiah, as their leaders plotted to get rid of him. Annas, the high priest of the father, or the father-in-law of the high priest, was curious to see Jesus do a miracle, sent him back to Caiaphas. Peter the rock denied Jesus three times. Caiaphas, the high priest who led that illegal early morning trial, railroaded the Sanhedrin, the court, the Supreme Court of Israel, to find Jesus guilty of death. The temple guard mocked him and beat him. Pilate, the Roman governor, contemptuously asked him if he was a king, and even though he was innocent, handed him over to be crucified. The Roman soldiers beat him with 39 stripes, put a crown of thorns and a twig in his hand as they mocked him as the king of the Jews. And finally, Jesus was nailed to the cross at Golgotha, 9 o'clock Friday morning. And the entire crowd, the people, the Jewish leaders, the soldiers, even those two thieves crucified with him mocked and despised Jesus, saying, If you're the Son of God, come down. Jesus was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Shame on all those who rejected Jesus and treated him so despicably. But it doesn't stop there. Isaiah says, And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem, consider him of any value. But how could we be lumped in with those who despised and rejected Jesus? Remember, Isaiah tells us that he was smitten by God and afflicted because of our sins. God, as it were, also despised Jesus in the sense that as the greatest sinner, he turned his back on his only son as Jesus suffered the torments of hell for us. 
because of our sinful nature, we want nothing to do with Jesus. Because of our sins left to ourselves, we would be there taunting, mocking, despising this Jesus. But John, in the first chapter of his gospel, reminds us that even though many did not receive him and his own people, the people of God, rejected him, John says, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God. But who are those who receive him? Do we do something special to accept Jesus and go against the flow of the crowd? John says those who received him are those who believe in him because they were born of God. The strange thing is not that so many rejected Jesus. The miraculous thing is that there were those who believed. And it is a miracle that you, born of God, believe in Jesus Christ, who was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. We close now with the singing of the first two stanzas of hymn 140, hymn 140. <laughs> 